Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I am your host, Jen Amos. And today, our guest is Mark Stubler, who is the founder of The Joe Home Buyer, a real estate investing franchise that provides a blueprint to purchasing deeply discounted properties and helping homeowners out of a challenging situation. After quickly growing his business into a multi-million dollar venture, he is now on a mission to help others do the same. His innovative approach to sales, nego- negotiations, and closing deals has been the foundation of his success, and now he wants to share his blueprint so that others can also achieve financial independence. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on it, and thank you for the introduction. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for making my job easy <laughs> by having that um, readily available here. Uh, so sure. I thought I thought I would start by opening up and asking you, uh, how have things been lately, uh, given current times, this new normal? How's it going for you, Mark? Well, I appreciate you asking. I, I love the question. Nothing comes easy, right? Uh, real estate's a special industry to be a part of. There's so much opportunity in real estate, but uh, it's a lot of hustle, a lot of work. Uh, and at times I, I'd like it to be a little easier, but we have a great team. And, and I feel fortunate that even through uh, crazy times, we're continuing to flourish. In fact, 2020 is a great year. We're, uh, we have a trajectory for growth and we feel pretty fortunate to not only be in our, the industry that we're in, but we definitely feel fortunate that we've been able to, after a couple slow months of March and April, we're still overall going to be ahead of where we were at last year. And that's an exciting thing for us. Yeah, absolutely. What do you feel like is the biggest difference in real estate this year versus last year or even quote unquote normal years of real estate? Yeah, just consumers are, uh, for us, my end uh, buyer basically is I have a property and I sell it to my rehabber. I wholesale it, I sign it, whatever it is. They're, they're a little bit uh, shaky. Funds have dried up or at least those that do provide the hard money or leverage their, you know, provide funding in the marketplace. You know, it's a little harder to obtain it. It's a little, um, you know, just people are a little bit more tentative, I'd say, is something I've definitely noticed. Buyers are a little more cautious with their offers. And, mm-hmm. and uh, interestingly enough, when we rehab a property and put it on the market, at least in our market in Utah, we have offers above asking. So the, the consumers on the, on the retail side, it's just as good as it's ever been. But on the, uh, on the, the investor side, there's a little more reluctancy than normal. Hmm, that is, that's really interesting and good to know. Um, I think that, you know, really at the start of the pandemic, Everyone, I mean, I think almost everyone, every industry is was almost freaked out of like, okay, what what is this going to do to us, to our business, to you know the industry it's as truly. a whole, to the economy as a whole? And so it's nice to hear that even despite it all, it sounds like you guys are moving in a positive trajectory uh, with your company. It is, and it, I feel, and I you know I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I feel fortunate that in times like this, we can still have a place in the market where we're providing a real service. Uh, with Joe Homebuyer, you, you know, our mission 
and if it's okay if I share it with you, I, it's to improve lives by delivering creative real estate solutions. More than ever, families right now need creative solutions for their the the dis- distress situation that they're in or they inherited or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And if if we can, you know, we have a real service we provide. You know, investors can relieve families of, you know, the burden that they're in as a result of COVID or or any number of, you know, financial stresses and uh, and this time and place in our in our um in our lives that we can all relate to uh, makes it ever more needful to have good companies providing good services. And you can do that and still be very profitable and not feel bad at all about, you know, providing services. And, and it's actually an opportunity to really make even um, some growth in real estate. Unfortunately, it's the result of others um, not in a great place financially, mm-hmm. but you can do it in a way that you really are improving their lives, relieving them of the burden relieving them of a stress and still make a lot of money in real estate, provide a real service. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, is very key uh, for a lot of business owners or aspiring business owners to know is that you can provide quality services and actually get paid really well for it. You you said it well. I love it. It's very true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Mark, I find it so fascinating uh, and admirable that you started in November 2019, and in really less than a year, you've managed to hit six figures already. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, how did you start, and, and what did it take for you to hit six figures early on? Well, it, I mentioned right at the beginning of our, of our visit here, and it's this idea of, you know, it, it, nothing comes easy. It's a lot of hard right. work. I wish I could say, hey, I'm the guy that golfs half the time and the you know, <laughs> money's just rolling in. It's easy. It's not that way. It's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of grind. It's a lot of grit and effort. And then surrounding myself with just incredibly talented people. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I have the advantage of I've been in real estate for a total of uh, almost five years, but we, you know, started just doing wholesaling rehabs uh, and, and doing really well in a couple markets. And November of 2019 is when we started the Joe Homebuyer franchise offering. Mm-hmm. And in a very short time, we've been able to uh, partner up with uh, and create 12 franchise locations. And we're just excited about the trajectory. And we're, yeah, it's been amazing to have successful entrepreneurs come to us and say, I want to tap into your turnkey real estate investing system to buy, you know, deeply discounted properties, you know, to come to us and say, we trust that you build a model that we can duplicate and flourish in. And that's what the Joe Homebuyer franchise opportunity is, is to, you know, take uh, the opportunity that real estate is and to put it in a turnkey model that you can plug into and not just, you know, get one or two deals, but actually build a viable business that you can build upon and scale. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I have to ask you, and, and I, I, I imagine you may say like, you might say every day is different, but if you were to have a certain routine um, to have created the, the, the quote unquote quick success that you have created, sure. what is that, what is a typical, maybe t- typical day routine or, or checklist that you normally do to, to create this level of success for yourself? I love that question. And I think it's the right question because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if, if we're not doing uh, the the one things each day or those very critical uh, activities, we're ultimately not going to experience success. And so mm-hmm. I really like that, that question. I have a very uh, regimented routine. Every morning I do three things, 10, 10, 10 uh, are the most important three things I do. And it's the first 10 minutes is gratitude. Mm. Uh, and it's this idea of getting your mind right, right off the bat. And I yeah. can't say that I'm the pioneer of this idea. I have a mentor, Warren Rustan, look him up, just a fantastic gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in his seventies now, but just a, a go-giver, gives back and, and mm. a personal mentor of mine. 
And, you know, he challenged me to, to make my, my days and my mornings meaningful. And it's 10 minutes of, of gratitude. For some of us, it's, you know, just it's prayer or mm-hmm. a gratitude walk or whatever it is. And then it's 10 minutes of inspirational. So it's this idea that you're just feeding yourself with something that inspires you. It could be successful, you know, s- stories of successful people. It could be, uh, you know, reading of uh, charitable events or whatever it is. It's something that just inspires you and just says, hey, there's good in the world. There's, this is like giving me energy and positivity. And then finally, 10 minutes of journaling mm. yeah, with a positive spin on it. You can address all the this, this challenges and struggles that you're experiencing, but what I'm learning from it and how it's making me better and what it's giving me, you know, what the challenges are actually, how they're refining me as a person. So a positive uh, outlook on the journaling. And I've found that that 10, 10, 10, again, I have to give credit to, to others, uh, but it's been instrumental and helps me get my mind right. Uh, and then I add, you know, exercise and, and I'm lightweight. I do 30 minutes just to say, <laughs> I check that off the list by no means am I hardcore, but <laughs> But it gives me, you know, the clarity mentally, you know, getting the serotonin flow and, and those mm-hmm. different things. Um, but, you know, shortly after, uh, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, I've won the day because I've mm-hmm. got my mind right. I'm physically, you know, contributing that way. And, uh, you know, I really feel like I love that question because those are the key things that if they start with those things, then you set yourself up to succeed in the other aspects of your business to get the clarity and, and your mind right. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that because I think that it goes back to what, um, and I'm going to sound like a broken record now too, uh, and how you were saying at the beginning that nothing comes easy and it does take a certain level of discipline and dedication. And, um, you know, your, your morning routine, um, reminds me of, uh, I think, I think um, Tim Ferriss has a version of that too called The Miracle Morning. And it's very much, it's not exactly the same, but that's what it reminds me of. And I really like the 10, 10, 10 gratitude, you know, 10 minutes of gratitude, 10 minutes of inspiration and uh, 10 minutes of journaling. Um, I think that, you know, in order to, in order to have a, a good mindset to start the day, you really have to be very intentional about it. And I think this is great, like a great way for even our listeners to take into consideration and add to their morning routine. So thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, certainly. Yeah. It challenges me to think differently. My uh, wife and I have had an opportunity to uh, kind of, you know, share thoughts of, you know, uh, how it's working for each. And, you know, she has kids waking up all different times. And, and, um, and so those, you know, you listeners that can relate to that, whether you're a, a, a stay at home dad or, or um, obviously, uh, you know, mom's taking care of kids. It's hard for her to fit that in. Cause it's like, how early does she actually have to wake up to beat the kids to get her miracle right. morning in of sorts, but she does a fantastic job of it. And sometimes it's a five, five, five. And, but she shared with me, you know, she just feels like it really sets the tone for her day as well. It's just a yeah. su- success principle of getting your mind right that allows you to win the day in whatever your your venture is. And so it's been a blessing for both my wife and I to have something like that, that we could, you know, be perfect at. If we do it, we know that uh, it definitely lends itself to strengthen us. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds to me that um, you and your wife make a great team. It sounds like you uh, primarily focus on the business and she focuses on the household. Am I hearing that correctly? Yes, that's the role we've taken on is, yep, she's the champion uh, for all things uh, house and kids and family and, and obviously, uh, you know, and that allows me to focus 100% on the business and then we divide and conquer, come back and collaborate type thing. 
Oh, that's really awesome. I always love hearing um, couples being in business together, even if, you know, your wife's not exactly like involved, just knowing that um, she really like she contributes in her own way. It may not be in the business itself, but, you know, it's holding down the fort essentially so that um, you have a place to come home to and a place to relax. And, you know, um, your your kids can see uh, an example of what it's like to have two parents working together. It's, it's, yeah, I love it. I, I've been blessed with four children. I have a son and three daughters and I'll tell you, um, I'm, I'm a little bit tough on my son. So I think, yeah, it's fortunate. I only had one son and three daughters cause I'm a marshmallow when it comes to the daughters and, <laughs> and, but I love it. it you know, I, I have an opportunity to, yeah, just be surrounded by, you know, something that gives me energy and to work for and, and to create for. And, uh, yeah, it, family for me is, the other, you know, key component is, you know, and we all have different family sizes and some of us are, you know, you know, have limitations with that. Uh, Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I do feel like whether it's your spouse or, you know, your parents or whoever it is, that those key relationships can also just be a catalyst in, you know, one's individual personal growth because relationships are just key to your mental health and, and your capacities as you strengthen those. It really just gives you the fuel to have, you know, the energy and the clarity to strength, you know, to do other things and to be successful at other things. Yeah, absolutely. And I hear this quite often that, you know, a successful business owner is successful because of their family, or you can tell a lot about a successful business owner based on their family. And I feel very fortunate to have interviewed people such as yourself who um, always make it a point to bring up their spouse to be like, I cannot do this without my spouse. And so I I appreciate (laughs) you, you know, taking a moment here to, you know, give your wife just a little shout out and um, really acknowledge the work that she's doing at home. Well, she's tougher than I am. She's the one that runs the marathons and sets the goals. And, and so she's in, she inspires me because, you know, at the end of the day, I, yeah, I might be the one, you know, making some of the business decisions, but I wouldn't be able to do it without her. And, and really, she does inspire me. The gal uh, is, is uh, an athlete and wow. there is a competition between us as to who's the better athlete. That, I won't go into that, but, uh, but she's incredible. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, I feel like, Mark, that um, to me, it seems like since 2019, like time had flown really fast. I I mean, I can't even believe that it's almost a year already at the time of this recording. Um, But I'm curious that, you know, as quickly as you as you grew and as hard as you had hinted at, you know, to get to this place or at least hit the initial six figures, um, you have to tell me that something have to give. Like, was there something that you had to sacrifice along the way um, to be able to um, you know, reach, reach this financial goal? Yeah, such a great question. For me, I've been able to surround myself with really talented people. And <laughs> you know what I had to give is I had to turn, I had to say no to more activities and I had to turn over more responsibility to the talented people that I uh, am surrounded by. And mm-hmm. if you're like me, I, I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to this. Maybe I'm a control freak at times. Maybe I just like, I want to do it my exact way, whatever it is. I just had to let go of the idea and say, no, these people are capable. Uh, They're committed. They, they, we share the same vision. I need to let them use their creative genius. Yeah. It may be slightly different than, than uh, what I would, how I would handle a situation. Does it make it, uh, you know, is one way better than the other? No. And Mm -hmm. to have trust that, no, I'm surrounded by these people uh, and why don't we leverage their talents and abilities? So I had to let go. I had to, I had to give the, the nature to do everything myself and trust uh, the process, trust uh, the talented people around me. Yeah. And, you know, trust that 
people are in it to win it. You know, I think, I think maybe that is the struggle of many, uh, let's say solopreneurs is that they are afraid to relieve control because people aren't going to do it the way that they, you know, expect (laughs) themselves to do it. Um, But, you know, they're, they're never able to scale as a result of that. And so the fact that you have learned to let go and trust other people is a, you know, it's a testament to why you have a franchise, you know, 12 franchises now. And, um, you know, since, since you started less than a year ago. So, I mean, kudos to you for, um, you know, being able to relieve that responsibility to other people and trust other people, because I think that is really a hard thing to do. Um, very challenging. Yeah. I think about, you know, I think about my husband and I, and, uh, right now it's, it's really just us. And then we have one more person that we're working with, but we did work with other people that, I mean, he's, he's, he's a very trusting guy. I'm more of like the skeptic. I'm like, are you sure we can trust that person? Um, but unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately we did come through, through an experience where we worked with people that are, were really just like with us to take money from us. And it was really hard for us to, you know, work through that. So, so Mark, I'm curious, like, how do you, how do you vet people? How do you, how do you like, you know, vet people and be like, okay, this is someone I can trust. Uh, you know, that if we all had a perfect answer for that, uh, you know, that crystal <laughs> ball of sorts, man, that would make life easy because right. I haven't, you know, being in business uh, for about five years in, as a whole in, mm-hmm. in the real estate world, I, I've been taken, I've had, you know, even just the $15 an hour, you know, entry level position, mm-hmm. uh, people not honest with their, you know, um, their contribution, their time amounts and at an egregious amount, it wasn't even close. They were working one fourth of what they were reporting. I mean, mm-hmm. everything from that to I've had uh, one of my acquisition managers, a guy that goes out and negotiates contracts, take a deal on the side and, and, and profit off of it, uh, you know, without running it through the business channel. So, you know, I've had people, you know, treated to... I am a fairly, well, probably guilty of being uh, quite trusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find myself, you know, the easily sold are, are salesmen and I have a sales background. So, you know, mm-hmm. when somebody's kind and, and they work hard, you know, you get sold that they're, right. they're all going to do well and mean well. But the truth is, it does come back to gut. Um, mm. and, and, and this is too easy of an answer. But when it all shakes out, what is your underlining feeling about the gut, uh, gut tell you? Because I think that we have that internal... Uh, compass, but mm-hmm. sometimes we turn it off because we're excited about this, or we're we're you know uh, we're driven so much by you know the opportunity behind it that maybe we're not actually listening to our gut. But I do think that we have that internal compass that the years of experience that we've had, yeah, acts as a filtering device, and do we listen to it as well as we should? And I think sometimes we're probably all guilty of not listening to that internal gut feeling mm. that uh, sometimes we have. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really good advice because sometimes no matter, no matter the logic, no matter the research, you know, no matter the vetting process at the end of the day, it does come down to, I mean, you have to factor your gut, you know, above, not above all else, but definitely a big part in the decision-making. So thank you for um, elaborating on that. Uh, So Mark, in the five years that you have been in real estate and then in the last year of you having um, your current business here um, with Joe Homebuyer, um, yeah, I'm curious, what are you, what are you most proud of at this point in your career, in your business that you want to, you know, share with other people who may be aspiring to pursue the same thing that you're doing? You know, what gives me, the way I'm going to answer that question is maybe what gives me the most energy, if that's okay. Mm. Yeah, and please. It's this idea, I guess what gives me the most energy and, and why it's easy for me to wake up early and, and to work when I'm not necessarily feeling good is I just love seeing the fruits of of hard work or, mm-hmm. or creativity yeah, with this idea that 
hey, I'm the author of whatever I want to create, good or bad. And if I put in a lot of work and I come up with different ideas, I, I think about it. And, and part of that's, when I say hard work, I think it's worth noting, hard work to me isn't necessarily just being the guy on the phone all day long, but actually taking time to methodically think things through and strategy <laughs> sessions. You know, Darren Hardy talks about these 90-minute jam sessions, this idea of just giving yourself time to strategize and work on the, you know, on the business versus like in it or on the ideas versus, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, and I think that's what gives me the most energy. It gives me the most fulfillment. And what I've been most proud of is this idea that, it, that I've been able to create things that then you see the fruits of. And this is the most rewarding thing to say, hey, that was an idea that paid off. Not mm-hmm. all of them pay off, but right. when they do and more do than don't, it, it's a feeling of accomplishment that uh, as entrepreneurs, we can all relate to. And we need to give ourselves more time to deliberately think and strategize. Um, and that's hard work too. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's harder because you don't set enough time aside. It's that whole Stephen Covey approach is working on things that are not urgent, but are important mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. giving yourself more of that time. Yeah, absolutely. It's like sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. And um, well sometimes sometimes that just doesn't feel like it's as productive or it doesn't get the immediate results you're looking for. But, um, you know, so very, right. very profound it's delayed. It's mm-hmm. delayed, right? So you think, no, 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 I got to go put out this fire because I get immediate <laughs> gratification. But you're right. It's, the, it's delayed oftentimes the results of that effort. Yeah, well absolutely. Said. Yeah. Well, well, I was just paraphrasing what you said. So, <laughs> uh, Mark, it, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. Uh, before we go, uh, do you want to share one more piece of advice or wisdom to our fellow small business owners and entrepreneurs that are listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur? Absolutely. Uh, and that is, and I, I'm grateful to, to have the opportunity to share this because I think this is the single tip that I would share with anybody. And that is uh, the bigger or the better I become as a leader, the more that uh, I've found that I can accomplish. And, and let me elaborate on that. This mm-hmm. idea that the better leader that I become, the better talent that I attract and the better mm. people that want to be part of the vision that is being created. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I read a book a few years ago by John Maxwell, um, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Mm-hmm. And it just challenged you to look at, you know, what your role is as a leader is from a different perspective. You know, leader of your home, leader of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea that developing as a leader and becoming the best version of yourself just attracts opportunity. You know, we've heard this whole, you know, think, you know, think, 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 and, and it will come to fruition if you think about it or if you put it out in the right. universe. To me, it's more think about and become and develop into the leader and then you're going to attract it. The better you refine your skill sets as a, a leader and, and leadership to me is, you know, who are you, you know, inspiring to become the best version of themselves? Mm-hmm. Um, a leader among, you know, and I, and I mentioned yourself, are you, are you asking yourself to give it your best every single day? Uh, and then certainly your organization, are you inspiring people and holding people accountable? One of the hardest things for me to learn was, you know, when I have, uh, you know, team members working for me is, am I holding them accountable? Because mm. accountability helps the organization, but it also helps them. People want to be held accountable. They want to feel like they, that what they're doing is important and it contributes and that it's meaningful. And if they don't do it, they want to know that somebody actually cares that they didn't do it too. And so a leader is all of those things. And I found that the better I've developed as a leader, that the more I've been able to track success. And I'm, I'm grateful to have found what I believe to be the secret sauce is continually develop myself as a leader and, and all the fruits uh, that are coming from that. 
Mm, absolutely. Well, you sound like a great leader, Mark, and I can only imagine what it is like Thank to you. work with you. You sound very uh, well-versed and self, and, and it sounds like you invest a lot in your own education to continue to be better. And um, I think that's why, you know, you, you have um, reached the level of success you have reached uh, as of late. Um, Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure having you today. Thank you so much for joining My pleasure. us. Hey, yeah. I've loved it. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Jen, I appreciate it. Yeah. And to our listeners, once again, this is Mark Stubler. He is the president of Joe Homebuyer. And if you want to learn more about him and his company, just visit joehomebuyer.com. Once again, thanks so much for joining us and we'll chat with you. And thank you, Jen. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're gonna promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.